Welcome to another episode, Dr. James Beckett Sports Card Insights. Here to talk about Huggins and Scott's uh, current auction. Again, try to do timeless and evergreen episodes, but sometimes uh, it wouldn't make a lot of sense to put this episode out next week as the auction is ending on a Thursday evening. I believe that's November 14th. So this is in advance of that. I had a, I always get a kick out of looking through the Huggins and Scott auctions. And as I mentioned in my recap episode, I feel like they've been shortchanged. Uh, they do these occasional really interesting auctions, and it's fun to look through their catalog. So I'm going to walk through it with you, give you some of uh, my perspectives, and uh, just um, kind of an eclectic walk through the catalog. So uh, I'm going to start off and just tell you that item number or lot number two is a is a Ted Williams Playball rookie card, which I've always felt was I mean I can say this now because I'm not doing any price guides, but it just seems like uh, that's a, a undervalued in some sense. I think it's I mean he was just a fabulous player. They you know I had a little bit of a National League bias growing up, being in uh, in the Pittsburgh area, and Stan Musial was my guy more than Ted Williams, but Ted Williams is just. Perhaps the best, uh, maybe the best hitter, certainly noted for his uh, incredible vision. And uh, again, the card perhaps just not that attractive. It's black and white, nothing uh, uh, special about it, but it's, again, it's a rookie card of a great, great player. And then moving quickly to item 26, which is the 56 tops, uh, Ted Williams, again, just, it's a gray back. And I, the, the, the catalog notes that the grayback is slightly tougher. Yes, it's slightly tougher. It's probably more than slightly tougher, but it, it's just too subtle to get that much of a premium for it. But if you're looking for uh, uh, 56 tops on the graybacks, they're tougher to find the first series and easier to find on the second series, the 101 to 180. Actually, it flips and the white, white backs are tougher. But, uh, and I prefer the white backs. I think that it's a, it's a crisper look, but this 56 tops at Williams a little bit tougher. And it's not, uh, at this point in the auction, it's not, uh, it's not, uh, overpriced. Uh, item 31, uh, 40 play ball near set. Uh, this is different than the near set that I got from my dad, which I've talked about in a, in a previous episode. Probably, uh, similar condition, uh, you know, X, uh, VGX, X, maybe, maybe a little bit of X mint, what I got. So very similar shape. But the difference is the stars, were included. The, the missing players that my dad had were not uh, the big name players. They were the they were just there were some names missing, but some regular guys missing. And this is this is what some people find unattractive. It seems like a bargain uh, if you look at the price lease that it's what it's going for now. Not a lot of bidding activity because it's a strip set. It's somebody that took out um, many of the best cards. Uh, certainly, the top uh, two, three, four best cards are out. And that's that's a downer for some people. If you really try to complete the set and you're missing the biggest cards, uh, you, you've got a long way to go, even though it looks like you're 90% uh, finished with the set, which this set is more than 90% finished. And uh, and, and nice. So if you want a bunch of 40 play balls, I think that's not not a terrible deal. The uh, lot 40 is the Red Man. Uh, it's partial sets, partial set run with some dupes. Again, without tabs. I don't know how you... I don't think that's very uh, gradable. Uh, I sold a lot like this um, 20 years ago, 15 years ago, maybe, and I didn't get a great price on it. So maybe that's a bargain because it's just, uh, you know, again, slightly oversized and without the tabs. With the tabs, much, much tougher. Uh, the premium perhaps should be higher. Uh, lot number 163. I love this lot. If I were still, if I were a lot younger and really interested in uh, in uh, really beefing up my collection, this is a beautiful Briggs Meets 
uh, Snyder card. It, it's just a very uh, outstanding eye appeal. Briggs, the Briggs uh, Franks, the Briggs Meats were uh, mainly Washington senators. They, it's a, a D.C. area hot dog uh, situation, and uh, but then they had some some uh, Yankees and, and Giants. But this Snyder is just really, really attractive. It's authentic because it's it's trimmed off the box and all that. And then the very next lot, the Nassau County Duke Snyder Boy Scout card. I've never seen one uh, that that uh, that nice. So this is this is um, a really terrific card. Very tough. And uh, again, if I were aggressively collecting, instead of being sunsetting a little bit more as I get older, uh, this would be a card I'd love to have in my collection. I'm not going to tell you what I'm going to bid on in this auction, but uh, those are a couple. Maybe perhaps by telling you that I'm interested in them, you might think, well, and he's going to bid on them. Well, I, I'm, I'm not sure I will, but they're, they're beautiful cards. Next lot is lot 283, which is the Milwaukee Braves uh uh, regional sets. That was all the rage when I was first getting in. I mean, mostly the interest was in hot dog or meat cards, but these are the, the Milwaukee cards, the, the Braves sets from the early 50s when the Braves had just arrived in Milwaukee, uh, coming over from Boston. Uh, you know, Spick and Span was a cleaner. Uh, Johnson Cookies, Lake to Lake was a dairy, so they 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 were um, not subject to the same. Um, all the meat cards, if they were in with the hot dogs, they they got stained, and so these generally you find in okay shape, other than the fact that uh, they were tough in the day, and some of them are slightly oversized. So that'd be a nice lot. Uh, I have some of those. I don't have complete sets of all those things, but I think it's really it's really interesting. The Braves had some uh, had some uh, you know Spawn and Matthews and Aaron for sure. Uh, so great iconic players, and I enjoyed collecting those. Uh, lot 224 is the Clemente Grayback, and it's an SGC9. What I, I'd already mentioned that the Graybacks in the first series are, are quite a bit tougher. Uh, what I wanted to point out about this lot, again, if you're thinking about submitting uh, items to any auction, uh, I, I think the minimum bid is too high on this. I, I'm not saying that's not a legitimately really, really tough card and that it might be worth uh, you know even more than that. It's a very, very tough card in a nine anyway, and with a gray back. But uh, by putting a minimum bid of 4000 bucks on there, it's hard to get the bidding uh, revved up sometimes. And so there's a strategy of whether you should have low minimum bids or higher minimum bids. Obviously, if a higher minimum bid, you're going to take away some of the shill uh, uh, temptation that it, if uh, that, that might be the minimum bid because it's the it's the reserve and likely this is uh, determined or at least strongly suggested by the consigner who says I'm not going to sell it for less than four thousand or whatever it be. A uh, couple of items together that are right now six ninety nine and seven hundred. It's a Roger Maris single signed baseball and a Mickey Mantle single signed uh, baseball and you'd think the Mantle would be quite a bit more and actually the opposite. There's a lot of bidding activity on the Maris. Uh, only one bidder on the Mantle. Mantle signed way, way more. Uh, in fact, he was a single sign ball guy, whereas some of the lesser stars would be part of teams. But to find a Maris single sign baseball is, is, is way, way less supply than the Mantle. So not surprising to me. It makes the Mantle look like a bargain. But again, there are other Mantles out there. It's not the only one you'll ever see. Lot 690, the Milwaukee Braves Bat Boy Ensemble. Just wanted to point out, Halloween was a few weeks ago. It'd be a cool Halloween costume. I guess you, you, you maybe you want to wear a face mask or something, but, uh, but again, the flannelly kinds of things that would be scratchy to wear. It'd be hot and sweaty, at least down here in Texas. And this apparently was a spring training, uh, situation, which I pity this poor little kid that had to stand out in the sun in this uh, uniform. But, uh, the other thing I wanted to point out is that when I'm, when I was uh, looking for, uh, game worn kind of stuff, 
I generally try to see stuff that was in a reasonable size. Now, this obviously is too small, but uh, it's uh, some of the baseball players, the, the middle infielders are more, are, are more my size. Uh, next lot is lot number 1055. That's 1055. I actually had these. These are not, this is not mine, but in fact, my, my cards were, were better than this. There's, they said 33% pinholes and they're oversized, but these are extremely tough. And when you look through the composition of the set, it's, uh, just, uh, many, many Hall of Famers and iconic, uh, football players from the, from the early 50s and through the 50s. So a great, a great set. And already the bidding has gotten up there to where, uh, obviously some people are really, really, uh, going back and forth. If you're a hardcore collector, then this would be uh, a very desirable set, and there's clearly a lot of interest. Uh, lot 1151, the Coke and Sprite football cap lot. It's 319. Generally, when I used to find these, I'd find them in large lots like this. What I didn't usually find are, are lots that had uh, all these different teams. Back uh, in, in our neighborhood, we lived in Texas. You know, we got Cowboys and we got All-Stars. And uh, I might mention that the collector sheets that you occasionally see, I, I really saw those a lot. I think those were, I mean, they haven't survived, but I remember them that you were encouraged to to uh, stick the caps on the uh, on the on the collector sheets that were all folded up. Uh, the, some of the ones I have, the players have faded. Some of the ones I had, uh, mostly Coke. Uh, secondly, Sprite. And then they talk about Tab and Fresca. Saw some of those, and then they mentioned Fanta. And I I'm for those who know me well, I I love Fanta, and I don't remember ever seeing a Fanta back in the day, or I would have I would have uh, drunk the soda and kept the cap. Uh, lot number 1381, which is Cons Wieners. Uh, again, it's a mixed sport lot. Uh, I think the Cons football and basketball are tougher, but uh, again, they're not in great shape. I'm probably not going to bid on that. Uh, generally, the, the Cons get, uh, are in better shape the, 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 uh, the newer they are. I don't think they were necessarily factory sets, but you'll occasionally see, uh, uh, cards from the mid-late 60s that were never in a pack. But again, very collectible, very interesting. Lot 1470. Again, this is Sports Card Insights, but I've got an unopened booster box of the uh, first edition uh, uh, Pokemon set from 99. And I don't, you know, we did some Pokemon uh, uh, magazines and did well with that. And, and now the grading of the Pokemon is big. And I'm just, it's 40,000 bucks. It's one of the more expensive lots in the started at 20 and there's a spirited bidding getting it all the way up. So again, with the, with the possibility of having untouched uh, unopened stuff, cracking it, breaking it, and uh, submitting it for grading. Uh, there's a lot of interest there. Uh, lot 1414, that's the multi-sport wax pack wrapper hoard. I actually bought a lot like that about 15 or 20 years ago, but the lot I bought was all different, and this looks like it's going to go a lot cheaper than what I paid, but I, I doubt a lot of coverage. I really bought it for research, and it didn't turn out to be as research-worthy as I thought. Uh, and I don't really like a lot of duplicates in this lot. I mean, I, I'm considering bidding on the lot because I already have, uh, it, it would fill in some gaps. But, you know, where do you sell your duplicates when they're, when they're, uh, uh, when, when there's, uh, you know, all these uh, extra ones? But, uh, beautiful art. Uh, lot 1721, which is the baseball, uh, tops baseball short print variation and error collection, 149 cards. Uh, Rich Klein and I, we like this kind of stuff. Uh, when I look through the lot, though, it has 58 top short prints. Not not a big deal to me. The, those weren't that tough for me. The 58 tops yellow letters, on the other hand, I think that's cool. Uh, some of the other, you know, they talk about blurred photos, color leaking, over stamps. To me, that's all interesting stuff. 62 tops, green tint variations. That's good. 69 white letters, 74 tops, uh, the Washington variation. All those are good. That would be an interesting lot. That'd be fun to go through. Um, 
1891, which is a wrestling lot. I did an episode with uh, with Eric, my friend Eric uh, Norton about wrestling cards. So I've always enjoyed wrestling cards. Uh, don't I won't say don't bid against me because again, this is uh, uh, featuring my my uh, my friendly sponsor uh, Huggins and Scott. Uh, they'd love to get every lot bid up all the way, but I may bid on this just because I like wrestling and it's not. There's nothing. I don't think there's anything great in there. They're just base sets. That gives me a chance to, and I wasn't, I was more into wrestling in the 50s and the 60s and maybe 70s and, uh, and probably not as much as Eric was, but have had, uh, enough, uh, uh, so it might be fun. But on the other hand, it's, it, it might be heavy postage because it looks like a lot of these are, uh, in albums. And if, if you're out there and you're thinking about submitting your cards to an auction house and you've got complete sets, I, I think I might take them out of the, pla- out of the plastic sheets because it just, it's, I mean, they present well that way, but, you're gonna, somebody's gonna be discouraged from bidding because of the excess postage. Uh, lot 1962 is a, a Dodger team sign display. I think it's very cool, very beautiful. I will not be bidding on it, but not because, well, there are two signatures in there, Hobbs and, Hodges and Zimmer that uh, Jimmy Spence says are secretarial. I, I really, really trust him. I think he's an excellent authenticator. I, 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 Steve Grad is as well. There's, there's a number of services that I think are, are outstanding, but it's a beautiful, Frame thing. And my question when I looked at this, I thought, you know, when you hang this on the wall, people are just going to think, hey, that's really cool. It's going to be very rare that somebody's going to come up and say, hey, that Gil Hodges is secretarial. They're just going to be gawking at the Jackie Robinson and the, and the, uh, uh, Roy Campanella, which, which again, really cool. And I wouldn't mind having that, but I'd probably replace out the secretarials. Uh, lot 1935. This is the multi-sport printing error collection. Yes, they're printing errors, but I don't, I don't, uh, make the same distinction between, uh, if something's just off center, you know, bad centering. I don't. Uh, yes, that's miscut. Yes, it's a printing error, but it's, you know, it gets interesting to me when it's it's fifty fifty or forty sixty, and you're seeing another another card. Uh, I, I like wrong backs uh, when the colors are missing or or color bleed or blurry. Those things are interesting, but uh, again, I I don't. Uh, I'm not as interested in that lot. If they're just some off centered cards, that's not a not uh, a big deal to me. And so finally. Uh, <laughs> I've got a lot I'm going to bid on, and I think there are two people in the whole world that can probably figure out what lot I'm going to bid, and that's all I'm saying. I may disclose it later. Uh, thanks to the sponsors for this uh, quick Get It In The Can episode. Uh, Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, Burbank Sports Cards, ComC, that's uh, Check Out My Cards, Heritage Auctions, Huggins & Scott Auctions, uh, obviously the subject of this episode, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Panini, Tops, and Upper Deck. So I, I rushed this one in. It's a little bit of a bunch of things, and I look forward to visiting with you again tomorrow. Uh, enjoy bidding. Uh, check out the Huggins and, Au- uh, Huggins and Scott auction catalog. It's closing probably in about a week, and there's some cool stuff in there. Thanks again. Talk to you soon. Bye.